this thing working? Yeah. The Out of Bound Show is powered by the award-winning golf courses at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club in Philadelphia, Mississippi. Alabama goes down to Tennessee in a wild, wild game Saturday afternoon evening in Knoxville, Tennessee. And Tennessee breaks their 16-game losing streak to the Alabama Crimson Tide. What does that mean for Bama? We will see. They will win this weekend. Um, You know, they've got at LSU and at Ole Miss. That's really it left. So if you made me bet today, I would say they win the West. However... You don't ever know. Uh, are they good? Yes. Are they what they want to be? Absolutely not. And then the penalties, 66 penalties this year. Sloppy, sloppy from Saban and his uh, staff. The SEC Insider Hit this morning is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your amazing Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Uh, this is 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Ron Fowler, Roll Tide Ron Fowler, joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line, 109 the game, Tuscaloosa. Ron Fowler, how are you today? Hey, good. Before we get started, I want to give a couple of shout-outs, if you don't mind. i got some folks over listening that are big Alabama fans that uh, work in the Highway Patrol for Mississippi Highway Patrol uh, down at the Capitol. And uh, I think they're listening this morning. It's a big shout-out. Appreciate their service to uh, the great state of Mississippi. So uh, I always want to thank our law enforcement officers uh, for serving our community and in your community as well. No question. Tip of the cap to all of our law enforcement officers. Um, bad, bad day. Okay, bad is day. Bad I mean, day. what? I, I wish one of them law enforcement officers would have got Pete Golden before he left town. Uh, wish they'd have kept him here in Tuscaloosa. You've told us for years, Bo, that he wasn't worth a flip, and we tried to believe, and we didn't. We just fell on our face. People, they don't want to listen to you, Bo. How, how about how sloppy this team is? I mean, it, it's oh, not it's buttoned up for for what Nick Saban is known for. And y'all, for the, I mean, look, you make mistakes. These kids are 18 to 23 years old. But, but for the most part, the last 16 years, Alabama's buttoned up. And, and they're disciplined. And they don't have a lot of penalties. And they're not sloppy. Where is this going, Ron? But it's been a trend. You, you can go back and look. They've been ranked down in the 100s for since 2016 in penalty yards. Now, some of it you could say that the officials try to keep it close because they need a game. I mean, some of it is that. I, I'm not saying that. They just but listen. Saturday night, you, you didn't lose a game because of officials. You lost a game because of Pete Golding. But you're 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 pointing out something that's been there. This is not a clean, disciplined football team. I had John Hannon, one of the greatest of all time, greatest offensive lineman probably ever played the game. He said on my show, he said, guys, this is mistakes. It's mental miscues. Well, at some point, there's got to be some accountability to that. But I think the bigger problem is some of your player development that you've had. Mm. You, you look at Jordan Battle, DeMarco Hellams, are they better today? than what they were starting two years ago. Does this go back I mean, to losing to... 
Scott Cochran, and it just uh, now? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yep. Okay, yep. so you and I yep. had this conversation. Scott Cochran had been with Saban for yep. years. And I, I I was wrong. I said he'll never miss him. He, it's changed to the philosophy. No, you miss him. You miss him a ton. Because he sets the tone on the locker room, I mean, on the on the sideline. Well, he's with them. He, for, he's an energy. He's with them yeah. more than any other coach, and especially January well, even, through I August. Even know that, I don't even know this strength conditioning coach now. If you, if you walked him out on a lineup and said, pick out the strength conditioning coach, I might be able to get it. i got to be honest. I don't, I don't know what it looks like. I mean, I, I, I'm not saying he doesn't do his job, but he said, I don't know what he looks like. So, but Scott Cochran, during a game, you know, you can't lift weights during a game. So part of that job is to motivate. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. And I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. And that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. So he's got an in. He, yeah. Neither one of his coordinators are anywhere close to A coordinators, all right, in Bill O'Brien or Pete Golding. And then we're not sure if Saban matched what Scott Cochran brought to the table as far as running the strength and conditioning program for Alabama. And is that now starting to rear its ugly head? Of course, y'all can still go 11-1. and Bo, 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 rock this headline. You ready for this? Vanderbilt saves Alabama on the offensive line. Yeah, the left. Yeah, put, 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 that, put that in your headline. Vanderbilt saves Alabama's offensive line. He's yeah. the best offensive lineman you got out there. He is the transfer. So, I don't know so who he, on your staff doing? identified him. I know they talked about him on Saturday. Probably South and Surrey. Probably South and Surrey. Okay, well, he, he is an outstanding player. There's no question about it, yeah. right? Hey, well, he's the most consistent group that you've got. So you've been you've been recruiting these players. Are you? I mean, am I admitting that Vanderbilt is doing a better job of developing players at that position they are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we see a lot, a lot of problems, man. We could spend the next two hours talking about Alabama problems. It's not just one area. We can talk about penalties. We can talk about play calling. Uh, we can talk about player development. We can talk about wide receivers dropping a football. We can talk about not countering. I mean, I had six catches and five of them were touchdowns. Justin Hyatt. Yeah. Not, never. You know what you countered him with? Instead of putting like an Eli Ricks, a lockdown corner, they put a safety on him, Malachi Moore. Well, that, that's. And Saban, I mean, Saban cut his teeth in football 52 years ago at Kent State 
on on coaching the secondary, Ryan Fowler? Yeah. Well, he's he's too predictable right now. And the problem is this talent gap is getting equal. I've, I've been talking about it on your show for, for last year. This transfer portal, the talent equal. It's more equal now. The parity in the game, it, there's more parity than we've ever had. And so the problem is, is when you had the, the dominant talent and you had better than everybody else at every position, including your backups, the, the, you could you could line up and go, we're going to do it right here, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. Problem is, you don't have it now. Everybody's got talent. Everybody's got talent. Your second string is nowhere near as good. So when when you try to do that, you, you're so predictable. And you know what Alabama's going to do Saturday. What Nick Saban's going to set that defensive secondary. And so he's going to have to add some new wrinkles to it. He's going to have to to change it up a little bit. Play some zone. Don't stay always in the man, uh, especially if you're getting toasted. I mean, find a way. You know, and if you, can't, if you can't stop the wide receiver, then put the toughest linebacker that you've got and jam the wide receiver at the line of scrimmage. Knock him at least off the pattern to give your pass rush. They had no pass rush. None. No, hooker. Some of that was because, yeah. But some of that they were spying. And, you know, they, they, they kept Will Anderson in as a spy. But – uh, their press was just it, – it was it was, it was was awful. That, that's one of the worst games. They broke a record from 1907. You got to go back to 1907 that. since the last time you had a team that gave up that many points. Nin- broke a school record on pen- penalties. You know, and, and football doesn't count back then. So, basically, it's the most points, you know, ever given up. Um in 52 points. For our listeners, there was another game, 1907, Swanee, that, that Fowler is, is referencing. Roll Tide, Ryan Fowler, 109 the game, T-Town, joining us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Man. Ticked off, Ryan Fowler. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ticked off, Ron Fowler. Ticked off, Ron Fowler. Ron ticked off, Fowler. 109 the game, yeah, Tuscaloosa. Go. Okay, there we go. Um, Matt, is, Matt is a hornet, son. I, I threw things. I broke my freaking glasses. Uh, I go to a backup pair of glasses. I mean, I, I'm I was mad as a hornet in that game. Still mad. I could tell. Saving hears me at two o'clock. Um, I, I'm 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 on about a three on a level of ten right now. Two o'clock. I'll be warmed up. I'll be ready to go. I'll be about an eight. Okay. Hendon Hooker was twenty-one of thirty for three eighty-five and averaged thirteen yards per. Completion in a day and age where most everybody averages eight or nine yards or below because we've used the whole short and intermediate passing game, Fowler. Mm. Pete Golding. Pete Golding against elite play callers is a mismatch that does not favor Alabama. Period. The only exception, and Lane Kiffin got him in the second part of that game, but it was that popcorn game last year. That's the only area that I can give Pete Golding credit against elite play callers. Lane Kiffin's the best of all time, period. It's not a question. He's the best play caller I've ever seen. I agree. Um, he, he got him in the first half of the Ole Miss game. Remember the popcorn game? Grab your popcorn? Yeah. First half, he, he got it. Second half, you know, Lane had some success. But that's all, I cannot think of another time where there was an elite play caller where Pete Golding – out-schemed him. I think he's a chalkboard wizard in-game. He's a D-minus coach in-game. 
Chalkboard wizard, D minus in game coach. All right, the flip side. You should win out. Do you think you will with at LSU and at Ole Miss? Depends on where this team wants to go. I mean, I, if I had to bet a hundred dollars, I'd say you will. But where? How do you feel about it? Well, okay, going to Ole Miss is that going to be easy? Uh, I don't think it will be easy, but I think with Bryce Young, uh, yeah. He, well, he. I mean, that guy's such. Bro, a I told you. I told you freak. this last week. He covers up so much of Alabama's mistakes. There's so many things that are visible when he's not playing. Uh, he, he's probably the best college player I've ever seen. I mean, it's, it's probably that simple. Uh, I don't know where this team. All right, you, you remove Bryce Young. Does this team get to eight wins without Bryce Young? Yes, but I think you go ten and two, and you are susceptible to losing to LSU or Ole Miss if they catch you on the right afternoon. Because those games, but, if those games weren't in Oxford and Baton Rouge, I would say no. But but yes. I think that you go ten and two. So, and but, Ole Miss wins the West. But but, but if, if Bryce the, is the, healthy, the then you don't. The problem is the future. The problem is the. Oh, future. I get it. Yeah. Are you are you going to continue I to mean, land on that type of talent at the quarterback position? Now that's a great okay, question. Well, you, right. So 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 Pete Golding. Okay. If he can't do it with Will Anderson, Chris Braswell, Dallas Turner, Henry Toa Toa, Jalen Moody. Jordan Battle, DeMarco Hellums, Brian Branch, Malachi Moore, Kool-Aid McKinnistry, and Terry Arnold. When you lose those guys next year, what, what are they going to do, play Oklahoma-style defense? Just score and we'll try to match you. Because, I, I mean, I really, I'm, I'm dead serious. That's a great point. You just Tennessee, listed a – They made Tennessee punt one time, one time. You just listed a ton of four- and five-star players when you just reeled off all those guys. And, and mo- a lot of those guys, and I, Kool-Aid McKinstry will be back. Terry and Arnold will be back. A lot of those dudes are gone. I mean, they're, 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 they'll be, they're projected high. So if you keep doing Will Anderson, gone, gone, gone. Dallas Turner will be back for one more year. Chris Price will be back for one more year. But you you, you go lose DJ Dale on defensive line. I mean, you go through some studs on that. And defense. you lose Don't Bryce. You these guys up. 